We're rolling the film on American Psycho, a movie from 2000. Alright, so... This is how we start. We are a group of three. My name is Kevin Bendizu. Um, I am a film and media studies major at UC Irvine, a great school, and I am accompanied by my friend Isaac, who will hey, tell you himself. Uh, I'm Isaac. Uh, I don't go to UCI, <laughs> so I don't want to talk about that. You just okay. put me on the spot there a little bit. It's okay. Um, I like music, and I like film, and I'm doing this now. And then next to me, I have my buddy Brian here. All right, and I'm Brian, uh, also UCI, uh, almost done, and also into movies, so this is why we're basically starting it. Yes, Rolling the Film is a podcast where the three of us, and possibly maybe more guests, will talk about a certain film that we like, or maybe we might talk about our own productions and what else is going on in our life. Might have other segments, possibly enter TV, but it's a lot of time. For yeah, all of us, we're so, all very busy guys. In so this is, uh, this is just the start. This of is it. just the start. This is the beginning. This is how we put our foot out there. So yeah. So let's talk about American Psycho. All right. So what did you guys think about it? Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Uh, pretty good for a movie from two thousand. Two thousand. You know, like yeah. two thousand. The year two thousand. The year two thousand. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a bad year. It was a bad. Definitely. I don't think it was. Nine eleven. Right? Well, that was two thousand one. Well, I wasn't born. No, I was born. You were born. I just wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> conscious. I didn't develop class consci- consciousness at that point. Uh, weren't you like three? I was three. Well, I, you have to take like it's like like a year to develop consciousness, right? Yeah, but <laughs> like, I don't that's when we separate from apes, right? I don't think I realized. I might be a monkey no, at I, this I, point. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to say Christian Bale was pretty good in this? Christian Bale was great in this. I think uh, his uh, his, uh, his acting was really well. His high discipline. He had a lot of great. Uh, almost nude scenes him stretching and working out those were all fantastic yeah I they, think uh, it's probably like his best role that I've seen him in you know I, I think this this is this is it this is his best film for me personally I've not seen uh, The Machinist I heard he's very disciplined in that as well yeah, losing all that weight losing you know weight. they just they just bring up the fact that he loses weight but they never say like this is a good movie yeah, yeah. I mean I think it's the biggest part for it is that he was doing Batman before that so he had all this muscle mass, and then he just went down and lost all of it for that movie. No, because Batman Begins was two oh five, it was two thousand. Yeah, Batman Begins. Yeah. No, we were talking about no, the, no, machinist. the Machinist. Oh, the Machinist. Machinist. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like in two thousand six. Yeah, correct. It was yeah. like he did Batman, then the Machinist. Then, yeah, that was a big deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's why it's everyone like, always yeah. talks about his weight loss. Yeah, I was like six at that point, but I remember that. You remember yeah. that? I remember. All right. Yeah, because uh, everyone just was talking about how he lost so much weight. And, yeah, the span like, of a couple months, I think. I feel like uh, people give credit to uh, like Jared Leto now. The same uh, thing, yeah. Yeah. or Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. I I still don't think he gets enough credit. Jake. For, yeah. I love Jake. Jake's a good good guy. He has to win an Oscar soon. For what? For anything. For anything. The next one is just, just the pity one because they haven't given it to him. I don't think his next one's gonna be that great. What's his next one? Uh, I don't remember. Did you guys see Demolition Man? I like that one. I haven't seen it. Is it I good? really, I really liked that one. It was really, I, I enjoyed it. I like Nightcrawler a lot. Nightcrawler was pretty good. What was that new one? About, like where they, I don't want to have spoilers. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, we do, we do mention spoilers because you know these movies are all usually old that we review. So. Yeah, I don't even know the name of the movie, so I'm just uh, not gonna go into it. But I'll tell you about it. But he did. He had a movie called Southpaw. 
came out like two years ago. It's on Netflix yeah. now. I like it a lot. It's a pretty uh, good one. Is that the one with like a... His boxing? His boxing yeah. one. His yeah. And then Eminem is on the soundtrack? Eminem, is, yeah, 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 like yeah, an yeah. original song. That's pretty cool. It was pretty good. It's not the best movie, but it's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah very definitely. Entertaining. There's a lot of good reviews on that. It's good yeah. reviews, yeah. So, um, let's talk about the, uh, the music. The music in the film. Isaac pointed out a lot of the times that, uh, that the music kind of clashed with the tone of the film, so... Talk, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like the music was just really ironic at most points because it, it starts off as like a really just dark film, him like going through his routine, and then before it cuts into where he's at work, I believe, um, the song I'm Walking on Sunshine like comes up. Like, it's like a really happy go lucky song mm-hmm. contrasting with that dark theme. I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was funny. I felt like the the music really fit the visuals of it because he's always trying to be a, a perfectionist mm. and he's always trying to live in high society. So I feel like that upbeat music is like a on. mask. I feel yeah, like, yeah it's like yeah, a, mask a mask of what he's trying to convey, but mm. like his inner feelings are not. There like was he's trying to hide there was a good line that he uh, says to the Renee Zellweger character where he says, um, "I'm trying to fit in," and I think that mm. that uh, the whole theme of individualism is a uh, constant throughout the film where he's he does things just to fit in like the whole uh, the card the cards the, the cards, cards. He's, he's obsessed with the business cards and like anyone else I've ever seen but I'm starting to try and appreciate business cards after that movie because it's kind of funny yeah I think I might get some of my own now we, yeah, we're get some rolling, business cards rolling the, rolling the film podcast cards we should get those cards cards Not, yeah. don't forget the card holder too yeah the card holder is good um, there was a they, the people keep confusing him for others in the film, but he doesn't. He doesn't disagree. He doesn't. He feels like he doesn't have an, uh, his own identity. He just wants to blend in, and I think by blending in, he thinks he can. Um, he can mask himself and like, wreak havoc. Yeah, man, yeah, like manipulate people almost in a way. Yeah, I. Th- I feel like he doesn't really like anyone, right? Like yeah. the Renee Zellweger character, who's his fiance, he doesn't care for yeah. that girl. He cheats. He cheats on with. He doesn't care for like his friends. He doesn't really care for. He, he doesn't, doesn't really for. have friends. Yeah, just he, kind of, he just eh. basically. I think he, he sees them as friends because that's a it's a it's a societal tool he uses yeah. to, to fit in. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Renee Zellweger, I can't remember what her name is in the, in the film, but she tells him, oh, "But we have the same friends." He's like, "That's fine. You, you can, can keep them." Yeah, yeah. So uh, when he tried to break it off with her. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me see if there's another moment. Um, I think also when um, there were parts where, or close to the ending, where they were trying to hang out somewhere, but they only wanted to hang out somewhere as long as they can find reservations. So. Dorcia, right? Dorcia. Yeah. Dorcia. Yeah. You never was like get the, reservations there. Yeah. yeah, and they only wanted to go to like high-end reservation places. Do you think the Dorcia comment uh, that the Jared Leto character uh, uses when he mentions, uh, why did you bring me here? Um, oh, I could have gotten us to Dorsey. Do you think that was the, the last straw on the camel's back that got him to think, man, I'm gonna, I'm really gonna kill this guy now? Yeah, because yeah. um, he didn't know who he truly was. The, the Christian Bale's character, he called him someone else, so he just went with. It. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. But then he kept trying to like one up him every step of the way. Every step, yeah. Yeah, so I think that Dorcia comment was the, the straw that just like. That last straw. 
push yeah. him over the edge. Yeah, even before that, I think when we were talking about the cards, I think his card was part, like the best card, right? One of the one of or better than his. Yeah, right? it was better than his, and I think the the one that topped everyone's surprisingly was the the guy. It, uh, it was the homosexual, the guy, the guy who. Christian Bell wanted to choke out in the restroom. <laughs> yeah, in the restroom. Yeah. Um, it could have been bisexual. But I think I it know. was. Yeah, I think, and he had like a gold card or something. Yeah, he had a pretty nice thing. It was really well done. It was actually, you know, I think they were exaggerating the film, but I actually liked that guy's card. Whatever it is. It name. was really yeah, nicely that's a done. a great card. I'm, it was a good, you know. We um, should all base our cards off of. I think it was... We're William. looking it up right now. Oh. William, right? No, no, no that's the foe. Carruthers. Carruthers. That was Carruthers? The, yeah. Mm. Oh, where is he? Uh, it's this one right here, Carruthers. Ah. Carruthers. Yeah. There you go. Well, that's his name. Yeah. Good guy. And Great what, guy. Evelyn is a Reese Witherspoon uh, character, and Jared Leto plays Paul Allen. Allen. That's, his name. that's a good name. Two first names. That you can't... You, people usually don't forget those. Like yeah. Ricky Bobby? Ricky Bobby. Ricky like Barry Allen. That's the first Barry name. Barry Allen? Yeah. Yeah. John Jones? John Jones. John Jones. Johnny Bones Jones. Good card, by the way. That was a, that was a pretty good fight. We should do sports, but the other sport I know is combat sports. So, wait, sports? Combat sports? Yeah, like a, a sec, like a podcast like, on sports. Oh, I thought you were like, <laughs> like watching uh, like live video from like Iran or something. What? <laughs> what is that? Combat sports. Combat sports. Yeah. No, I mean Spot, he does boxing, like, MMA, black so, market yeah. like sports. Nah, it's, I feel like it's. They have that stuff like they literally kill each other. But I, know, I thought that's what you meant. Oh, no, oh. that's not what I meant okay. at all. But okay. <laughs> but I mean, we're all drinking water right now. <laughs> I mean, if we do sports, we'd have to all do similar sports. We all love the same sports, right? We like soccer. Yeah. You guys like soccer? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You like UFC, MMA. I mean, I'm not like a, I'm not like big into it, but yeah. I get big into it. Hanging around me. Um, what were we talking about? Paul Allen. Paul Allen's character, the way he uses his rooms too, his house. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think about um, Paul? Paul's disappearance. Uh, his supposed. Disappearance? Yeah, supposed disappearance, because it's it near the end, like, he's alive, right? Yeah, that, yeah. uh, he was actually hanging out with, um, his lawyer. Yeah, in London. Uh, in London. That, which Defoe mentioned earlier, and it just seemed like it was gonna be, like, a random sighting. Like, it wasn't really gonna be Paul Allen, because it seemed like Christian Bale was, got the, got the cops off his trail. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, Christian Bale was the one who supposedly left the voicemail saying that he was gonna go to London for a couple of days. To, for like a meeting or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, after he killed Paul Allen, he went to his place, like grabbed that suitcase, random stuff, and then left that mail. So, hearing so, from his lawyer that he was actually in London, I think that that brings the question as to whether he really did kill him or not. So, well, how much of the film is reality? I think. Because it, it seems plausible that he'd kill, him the, kill the homeless people. Like, yeah. I feel like there's nothing... Well, like the prostitute or whatever. The prostitute, yeah. He could kill them because... He could have killed them. As, as soon as he begins, you, you see that he's he's distant. So I don't I don't feel like the, the, the act of murder isn't... Isn't out, isn't isn't out of the bound. Yeah. yeah. I, I think... I don't think any of it was real, if I'm being honest. So what do you think is real? I think he works at that place. Yeah. And then like I Wall think Street. at yeah, Wall Street. 
And then I, I think he's just, it's all in his head, like it, like in the end, like it's just, when he finds out what's going on, he realizes, oh, I didn't really kill Paul Allen, I just, I, I was just in my head, and then in the end, he sort of realizes that he finally understands that it's just in his head, but then so, he says it doesn't matter anyway, because I still, in my head, I'm still going to kill him. So, it's really, what is, what is reality in the film? Are you saying that the, the acts of murder? Definitely not. So how much, how much can we read as true, mm. quote unquote true? Like, uh, is he cheating on his fiance? Is he? I feel uh, like the act of cheating is still yeah, is possible. Definitely, definitely. Prostitutes. Yeah, he could potentially be buying prostitutes or paying for. Prostitutes. As far as buying, paying for them, um, I I don't think he killed her with a chainsaw when she ran all the way down the side. Yeah, I don't, don't know that think man. I think he has like crazy. I feel like he's uh, he's imagining killing them as a way to basically get rid of the the feeling of cheating yeah the guilt if you can say he feels guilty that's true mm. what but about what about you what, what do you think was... I think that uh, it it can't be real if the Paul Allen it once as soon as the Paul Allen thing is revealed to be untrue you question the whole the whole film yeah, right? yeah definitely see and then also when um, his secretary goes into his office and finds his notebook with all the drawings of all the is murders, that true that I feel That's like the true, right? I feel like if the, the the murders are all done in his book and he's like imagining like how he would do mur- the murders. Yes. And he's drawing them out. Because there's a chainsaw murder. In yeah, the, in the when in the restaurant where he breaks tries to break up with his uh, fiance. Oh yeah, yeah. He's drawing the chainsaw. The chainsaw murder. Yeah. And so I feel like the acts of like those murders that he's drawing are what he's imagining and what we're seeing. Yes, like. I think that's exactly, yeah. And then he's basically like so invested in his imagination that he can't really tell what's real and what isn't in his own mind. So I feel like that's what... I think there are a lot of questions that that uh, the film creates. Uh, I think I kind of want to read the book now, just because just I'm talking about it. There's a book? There's a book, yeah, it's I, based off a book. I had no clue there's a book. You know, there's there's a lot of movies based off things that they just, they don't market it as... Based off. Based of. off of. Yeah. Like, you know Atomic Blonde? Apparently that's a comic book. Oh, is it really? They, yeah. They I could see that, they yeah. Don't, they don't mention it. Um, huh. Yeah, I think I think when you, when you, uh, you adapt something, you try and market it as a novel or as a comic book or manga or whatever... If it already has a built-in audience, because that's what yeah. makes it easy. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. I think that one flopped, though. Yeah, didn't it? it did. But that's just because I feel like it was the cast and everything. Yeah, the casting wasn't very. Like a lot of people, especially nowadays with. Uh, it's fairly really controversial. The internet. The internet. <laughs> new, to, new technology. The, yeah. The internet. The internet where it's like they see something and they want. They just be, attack it. Yeah. It's like if they don't, if it doesn't follow exactly how they picture it, it should be. I feel like every movie can is criticized in that regard. Like there's no, there's no gold exception when it comes to. Actually, there probably is. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of comic book movies are just uh, criticized. Like, yeah, like the Mar- the DC Marvel side, like everyone criticizes for for some reason. Like, uh, like it doesn't follow the certain plot that it was supposed to be, or like, or like that the, just the tone. Like, yeah. if someone watches a Marvel movie, but they like quote-unquote dark and gritty and yeah. they're like this movie sucks but they don't really give it a chance or like those uh, Marvel fans that become Marvel fans like a month before the movie comes out okay so I read comic books <laughs> right I've been reading comic books since I was a kid but I just I just pick up random books I just read whenever I can and then suddenly around 2007 right it gets big right um, 
right before Iron Man comes out. Uh, when did Iron Man come out? 2007, 2008? 2008. 2008. Yeah. So then, same year Dark Knight, same year as uh, Hellboy 2. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Um, it just starts cars piling up. So now, every time there's a new movie, I meet all these people, and they're geniuses at, at literally any t- any superhero you ask them. Like, I didn't know any, any of these facts. Look up look up any character you want on YouTube, and you'll find a, a bunch of random effect, and you can be an expert in, like, 30 minutes. Can I get a degree in comic books? You I... can get a degree in, like, draw and like, in, like, in art school, mm-hmm. but that requires talent and a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, I don't know. Talent, uh... Talent is really... You were trying to draw? Are you, are you an artist? I, well, yeah, people say I'm a good artist, but I'm, I'm, I don't like it. No. I feel like... Look, I have this book... It's oh how yeah, to, the how, how to, to draw, draw books. How yeah, to draw comics. And oh. Stan Lee way. I think that's what it says. The Stan or the Marvel way. But Stan's in it, but he doesn't draw. It's kind of weird, but he's <laughs> everywhere. Hey guys, I I met Stan Lee. I took a photo of him. It cost me like a hundred thirty bucks <laughs> just to take a photo of him. Only a hundred. What a bargain, dude. What a bargain. You want to see it? It's framed. Let's I mean, you guys can't see it, but I'm showing my friends my. my is that the, photo. is that really him? Yeah, it's, it's him. <laughs> is this Photoshop? It's a class. Is that it's a, a wax, wax figure? It's a wax figure. I like how his glasses are slightly tilted to the side, and then he's got like that nice, like really like aqua blue kind of. After uh, I took the photo, he said, uh, "Great job" or something like that. Great job! You didn't ruin the you photo. Didn't, you didn't mess up. <laughs> you didn't touch me. <laughs> you didn't touch. It does look like you're kind of brushing shoulders a little bit. Though. Oh, you think probably so? didn't feel it. No, no, I, I don't think I, I couldn't touch him. You're not allowed to touch. You got to move and. Oh, you're not allowed to touch him. Like that's a thing. Well, he's like a 90 year old man. What do you? Yeah, you, that's true. He well, can, is he gonna roll over and? Nah, he. You don't want him might. to get sick. Yeah, that's true. Especially when you come into contact. Yeah, with especially when you're like meeting a thousand or so. People. I, I met him at the Las Vegas Comic Con, and I mean, the, the conventions aren't known to have the cleanest of people. Except maybe San Diego, because like regular people go there. Yeah, I yeah, wonder that why that is. I wonder why that is. Why the San Diego one is the biggest? Yeah. Location? Um, it's just built up that reputation over time, and it always gets. It has a lot of people that, um, a lot of, uh, premieres and everything, people show up, a lot of good panels. I heard it was really bad this year, like, the, the pan, not the panels, but, like, every, um, booth is trying to pull it on, like, some sort of live performance, so, like, it just, um, it just holds up traffic. Oh, like Mm. a, like a table reading, or, like... The table readings are like they might have stars there, or, or something like, like that. voice actors. Voice stuff actors. Like that. That's cool. Yeah, but the thing is with those, it's like if a booth, like those convention areas have small spaces too. I don't like, know. I've never been to this whatever. The like San Diego a lot of is. convention areas are like tight spaces because you're walking yeah. with a lot of people, and a lot of them are either dressed up in cosplay or doing something. So they have like extra extra room on them too. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, you guys have any other thoughts on American Psycho? <laughs> oh, what, what, what's that? What we're still... <laughs> we sidetracked so, sidetrack so much. Isn't that like a book or something? Yeah, so it's a book. We should, we should read the book. <laughs> we should read the book. Turning the Pages. That's that's another podcast we could do. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. I really loved the, uh, the attention to detail on a lot of the writing. Very descriptive. Uh, really entertaining it's just really creepy like yeah. his daily routine and the way he talks about other people is like disgusting it's really interesting yeah I really like the way he narrated himself uh, for his daily routine because yeah. it gave a lot of uh, insight as to what how he perceived the world like how he wanted himself to look to others and how he presented himself 
So just seeing how many like products he had and his whole process to how much time he spent on himself, basically, just so that way he looks good for others to see. I think the narration tool is a is a great way to implement style, and you get a you get a feel for the, the characters a lot. And I think that the the film in general just has really good. I don't know if the pacing's good because it just kind of flip flops, but I think that that's what makes it special in that there's a lot of just uh, moments of escalation. Yeah. Um, from Paul Allen to killing the. Oh, yeah. the cops, too. Killing the cops. Just exploding the cops. Oh, yeah, that, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that came out of I think that's, that's when you know, the, like, this is obviously fake. This is this can't be real. Especially when he just shot that old lady for the cat. Or he was trying to, like, deposit the cat into the thing. Yeah, but that old lady had it coming, though. She, <laughs> that, she yeah. kept looking at him, giving him weird <laughs> no, She gave him the business. Yeah, it was like, what? it looked like 11, 12, like, pretty late at night. So why, why, is, she, why is she trying to start Why is she out? Why is she why out she, that late? Yeah. See, that's the problem with the film. That old lady broke it. Like, that's when we knew. <laughs> that old lady just ruined I the film. I think that part was where it's like, wait, is this real? Because uh, he shot an old lady, and then he shot the... Um, I think it was the desk guy from his uh, one of his apartments or something. I think too. it was another apartment, and then he uh, yeah. another like a complex, and then he went to his own complex. Yeah, actually, wasn't it in the same building? And then he finds Beyond. two people in the same in the, the same desk. area, and he I shoots think, them I too. I think it was the same. Yeah, in the same building. So yeah. I think that was the that rampage scene where he was trying to like basically commit as many. The one for me was when he was just shooting at the cop cars with a pistol. And then one bullet from the pistol just blew up the cop car. Doesn't he? <laughs> doesn't he look at the gun right after that? Yeah, yeah, he looks at it like, like, can this real? Is this really uh, capable that, of doing yeah. it? At that point, I, he, I think he questioned his own reality. It was I, I feel like I would have, I might have believed it because he's done like kind of weird stuff before, like the chainsaw, chainsaw thing, like that. One? That, uh, that accuracy was in, was incredible. He yeah. just looked at so it. So maybe, and if, timed maybe it. if he didn't look at it, like he just knew that this would happen. Like he's a. He has a cerebral mind yeah. for the sort he of thing. Yeah, he had that perfect aim to hit the gas tank but, and the right. Yeah, he was, uh, he was watching her as he was, she was going down the stairs and then just trying to time it. And then just lets go yeah. of the chainsaw. And you just see the chainsaw flipping and then lands on her. Maybe it is real. and the, the NYPD is just really bad at their jobs. <laughs> well, well, like William the... Defoe kept having dinner with him and didn't get anything. <laughs> like He just got that he's a weird guy. Yeah, I think I think in the night, uh, that scene there weren't a lot of people out either. Right, right. Like, it's kind of deserted. Was, That's yeah, not for York. like a yeah, yeah for like a New York scene. It was very deserted, and then the cops were able to find him real quick. Yeah, and I didn't find him after he that he exploded yeah, the car. Yeah, after that one car disappeared, there weren't any helicopters or anything. No, there was a helicopter. Oh, there was at the end yeah. uh, in his office when he called his lawyer. But I mean, I was like. In my mind, I was thinking he should just run to the subway as soon as he can, find a way out. You know, but there's a I've heard a couple of theories on the film, and the there's a setting of the '80s. Um, I think people like tend to look at a sort of a hyper masculine reading of the film. Where I think at the at the end he he looks at they they talk about um what's his name. I'm not dumb. It's uh, a... <laughs> well, a little bit. A little, it's a, a little we all bit, are. yeah. We all are. We're, yeah. It's okay. I'm Reagan. Reagan. Remember Reagan. they look at Reagan and there's like a reading that uh, that uh, Patrick Bateman is is like Ronald Reagan. Like he's just kind of a masochist. He kills a lot of people. He has no concern. Oh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I, I feel like that's really insulting of Ronald Reagan, man. Kinda, I think so, too. Yeah. You know? Well, 
Old old Ronnie. Old Ronnie. He one of my favorite actors, I, I think. F- I feel like there's not much evidence besides the end scene of that theory. But yeah. it's a, it's a good No, it's not a good theory, but like Wasn't it also not. in the dinner scene when he was talking about yeah, politics, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just gives these Oh, maybe that maybe that's another reason like he he gives like the most PC or the most uh like non-threatening answer where I, I think his friend gives off like the the massacres of a country and he's like no we shouldn't focus on that we should focus on uh um like health hazards and uh was it world hunger and stuff yeah, like things that things that everyone can agree on yeah so maybe that maybe that's another um another addition to the Reagan argument but um I still think it's weak I think you could write an essay on it, but that's about it. Yeah. A short essay. Short essay. You get your PhD on it if it's good enough. <laughs> if you're in your film theory. Oh, yeah. Anything else? I, His accent. Uh, Christian Bale's accent in the film I thought was really great. That high, high-class white guy sort yeah. of thing? I don't know how he pulled it off. Because like, when you hear him like in an interview and he has a thick... You know, accent, it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's kind of sounds scratchy, right? Yeah, it's insane. At a few points when he was, like, shouting, uh, you can see his his true accent come to form, but other than that, he was really Where's he good. from? Uh, England. Just click it. We're double-checking, because we are very accurate here at rolling the film. I like being in here. I think that adds to the character. Yeah, our character. English, yeah. He's, he's English. English. Yeah. There you go. He is English, so you can kind of hear it. Um... Yeah, good guy. Good actor. Has he got a movie coming out soon? Do we know? Do we know? Do we, we are checking. <laughs> Did you just click, just click on IMD, IMDb. It's broken. <laughs> How is it broken? I don't Why know. are you breaking my computer? <laughs> I don't know. Where's the mouse? breaking my computer, guys. What a way to start the podcast. And he, had salt, the first one. he insulted it right before we started, too. I just, I'm not a fan of this one. It's like an extra monitor. It's not that good, but a monitor is a monitor, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Let's see. Uh, apparently, he's in the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book? Post production. 2018 Jungle Hostiles. Book. Hostiles. Was that good? Uh, it's. I don't know that it came out yet. I mean, I think you can just feel it, you know. Yeah. Who's in it? July 26, 2017. That was no. That's when it was updated. Oh. It doesn't have a release date. I think it's coming out this year, 2017. Oh, Styles. There's one photo. And he has a very thick mustache. You know, he's oh, I, every time I see him at a premiere, he's always got a real thick beard on him. That's his look, you know? Yeah, it's kind of that beard look. Mm. It kind of consumes his face after a while. Yeah, it takes over a man. Well, we are all very excited for his next project, whatever that may be. Did you guys see The Big Short? I love The Big Short. I didn't see it. That was really good. We should should do an episode on it. We should do an episode on The Big Short. Did you see Night of Cups? I was looking forward to that one. I did not see it in any local theater. I had never even heard of that film. That's what's up, man. So, you can expect at least one episode a week. Sometimes our schedule might fluctuate because we are... All busy, working. Um, school. School. Uh, and who knows? You know, and maybe Christian Bale might be on the next podcast. He might be. Probably I not. I highly doubt it. But, uh, Probably not. Uh, maybe sometime. Maybe. 
Um, yeah. I'll send him an email or something. We're just doing this for fun. We're not making any money out of this yet. If you want to become a sponsor, just uh, give us a shout out. And if you have any uh, movies you'd want us to... To recommend, we might think about it, we might not, but yeah, just throw us, <laughs> throw throw us some suggestions. No, yeah, you suggestions. can definitely uh, send us an email. Send us an email at... We're well, pulling it up. We're pulling it up right now. Get your, get your pencils ready. Pencil and paper. Or pen and paper. Or just your laptop or phone. Whatever. And I, I don't have the account here, but He I'm does have the account. He's just looking it up. <laughs> He's just looking it up. How do you not have it? <laughs> I had to get a new phone, remember? It crapped out on me. But you, like, like kept it somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. He, he has it somewhere. Don't somewhere. Worry, it's a-coming. It's a-coming. Well, um... We should give him, uh... Information about us, what, what other stuff we're trying to do. Uh, so... We can give him a sneak preview of our next podcast. It's gonna be, uh... Spider-Man Homecoming. A more recent film. But, uh, don't worry. Spoilers are great. You don't need to know. Um, you don't need to not know things. Because being informed is good for you. Right? That's why we go to school, become educated, and learn about Spider-Man Homecoming. If you guys haven't seen it, I would recommend watching it before watching the podcast. But if not, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're just going to spoil it for you. We're just going to spoil it for you. That's fine. But then later on, we'll probably do older movies. This one is probably recent. Maybe we'll have, like, a Cagney month or something. I really love Cagney, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't know what these guys think, but Cagney is the man. Yeah, definitely underrated, huh? Yeah, some people are a Bogart man. I am a Humphrey man. No, no, I mean Cagney. Yeah, you definitely... I think everyone's a Bogart man. If you're not a Bogart man, you're not really a person, are you? I mean, Casablanca can't be beat, but... It's probably one of the best movies ever that you can't, you know... Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty it's, good. It's right. You know, I don't like that title, best best movie ever, because it just it doesn't it doesn't say well for me. It's one of the best. Like, you ever watched Citizen Kane? Like it's good. I, I haven't seen it's it. It's great. I you seen have, it. See, this guy always hates on me for not seeing movies, but he hasn't seen that one. So don't make me bring up. <laughs> I have not seen anything. I just I watch. You have not seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I haven't seen that movie, but we will watch it. He was supposed to bring it to me, but he did not. So bad friend right there. We're working on. So it's going you know, to take a minute. Uh, we might do Sort Little 2 next. That's, I heard that's a pretty <laughs> good one. I miss Michael J. Fox. When is he coming back? Uh, 2000. Uh, what was the year? Just get the. Get the what was that? <laughs> get the 2016. What? 2016. That's when he's coming. <laughs> that was last year, 2016? Yeah. So he came back last year. Well, yeah, Back to the Future. I don't think that's the year. That was the year. No, it is the year. Look he's at... right. He's right, guys. <laughs> Come on. This guy's a film expert here. It's. But uh, what is it? What is it? The email. I finally found it you after found years it. of searching. Did you? Uh... It's rolling the film podcast at gmail Very simple, guys. Rolling fit. Rolling the film podcast at gmail If anything, I think that the that the Gmail is gonna be. Um, yeah, it should be on wherever the... we're gonna put this up. Yeah, so you should be able to find it easily. It there. should. Yeah, so hopefully if our uh, maybe we'll make some social media accounts later on. Our producer can just get that. He's the producer, so. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the producer. Assignment. He produces things. I'm a producer. Produces things. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually a trap producer. If you need any trap music. Um, yeah, but no, no selfish plugs. <laughs> no shameless plugs. Here. But don't don't ask him to do uh, do anything after eight. <laughs> yeah, my bedtime. He has a curfew. He has a curfew. Well, it's been great talking to you guys. Well, you know what? You're hearing us, but 
It's been great talking. Yeah, to this you know, mic. one-sided conversations. So there's always one the best. mic here. Yeah, yeah so. we'll get a studio though eventually. Well, this is a studio. It's <laughs> my my room that I share with my brother who's playing video games. Right it's, now. A, it's a good room. You guys see his new computer? I know, I love it. I looked at it. I was like, whoa. Yeah, so, um, cool. Oh, never mind. I thought I was playing games, just watching video. But anyways, more thank you guys uh, for listening. Yeah, uh, thank we'll, you. My name is Kevin. Brian. Isaac. We'll see you next time. And done rolling the film. <laughs>